to another episode of Emotional Support Water Bottle with Hannah and Elish. I'm Hannah. And I'm Elish. Um, I've had a very busy week at work, so I really don't have a lot to talk about. <laughs> My skin is breaking out because I'm stressed, and I got a smoothie that is called Lavender Haze, and I'm like, oh, this will ah. taste really good. And it actually tastes like I'm just eating lavender right off of a bush. <laughs> is, so. it, is that a good? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know I, it's like, I really don't know. I thought it would be a little more of a light lavender hint, it's. but it's really strong. I love lavender lemonade. Yeah, this is just like I In took a <laughs> little like sprig of lavender popped it in my mouth and I'm chewing it <laughs> so take that for what it is why well, you know what I think Giselle Boonchin would love <laughs> that I was list- I don't know if I said her last name right Does that close enough um <clears throat> I was listening to her book and she was talking about her eating habits. Oh, did she <laughs> wear things like this? Kind of. She, I'm not going to say she had like, it's a little disordered eating, I think. Mm. Like just the way she was kind of talking about it. She's like, the less you eat, the lighter you feel. Oh, God. Well, but that's that mentality. I know. From that time of supermodel, too. I know. Well, I mean, then- it is kind of true, but. I know it's like you do feel light lightheaded when you don't eat. <laughs> and then she said she meditates like while eating and she said she eats as slow as possible. God. Well that <laughs> would be perfect with how your son used to eat. Maybe it's on okay. something. Yeah. yeah, it was just really intense. And then I don't know. I mean she obviously has a very unrealistic way of life. And then she said she tried to be a vegetarian twice or vegan. I think it was just vegetarian. And she got severely anemic both times. Oh, my God. So now she said she only eats meat twice a month. (laughs) So she basically is a vegetarian. Yeah, but she does eat fish once a week, allegedly. What else does she eat? I know, nothing. Like, literally hummus. I swear that's all she eats. What on earth? I know, it was kind of crazy. This but is her and freaking Tom Brady. Like. I know. It was, like, crazy. And then she goes, my kids eat that way, too. Oh, my because, goodness. Yeah, and she's like, I, you know, they it kind of ignore my meditation eating. And then she said she won't drink anything while she's eating. <laughs> it's just, like, strictly. That it is... So bizarre. Like, I, and I know she kind of like harnessed this behavior like over several years, but it just seems very just extreme. Like, her whole life is about like not eating and eating. Right. That's, and I would not want to live that way. Like, did she have a like nutritionist tell her this? Well, this is what happened. This is when she started all this. She started having panic attacks for a short period and then she changed the way she ate and then (laughs) three months later she never had panic attacks ever again and it was because of the way she was eating 
I'm not sure <laughs> if those two <laughs> things correlate completely, but whatever. I don't think in that way. So, yeah. So that's why she started eating like this. But she did eat normally before. I don't know. It was interesting. And this book was also before the divorce. Kind of wish it would have been after. I know. She, she like, kind of talks about him. But not, like, a ton. I mean, yeah, I guess she did. But it wasn't a memoir. It was just, like, here's these life lessons. Everybody writes a book these days. And she didn't, because I'm listening to it, she's not the one who reads it. Well, because she has an accent. She does. So I think that probably was That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she um read, like, an introduction thing or something. Mm-hmm. But then somebody else read it, but... She was kind of talking about how she's like, I'm not going to, you know, my husband will divorce or not divorce. (laughs) (laughs) We'll retire when he's ready to retire and all this stuff. And then but then she was still kind of like, but I basically am in charge of everything because he's never around. And it's a lot of work. Oh, my goodness. And I feel like that is definitely one of the things that led to the divorce i mean don't you feel like the two of them are just so extreme yeah i do like i mean just what you said about her eating habits yes extreme tom and his career and his eating habits extreme (laughs) like everything is just to the max it really is so i i don't know i'm not really sure it was a lot and i feel like they're one of those people that are like couple that's just been famous for too long that mm-hmm. they're like way out of touch with reality. Yeah, I agree. It's like they're living in their own world. Yes. Like not even like involved with other celebrities. No. It's just literally like them. Football kids. Yeah. <laughs> like where do their kids even go to school? Like how can they relate to other people? I feel like they can't. And then I didn't really realize this. Maybe you already did, but the oldest son is from a previous. I did know that. And that she was, or he, the girl was pregnant when they started dating. Yeah. I only knew that because I heard when it was something about like, it couldn't have been Mother's Day because that is happening like in a few days. And this is, I knew this before, but there was something where he had like, call said something about her or she had said something about him on social media and it was like a positive mm-hmm. co- thing and then i was i realized like oh like he had that kid and then i like looked into it and knew that saw that there was the crossover yeah and then she said because that... were they married or not they were just a relationship yeah and then well actually i can't remember like, were Giselle and him married at that time? No. No, I don't think. Actually, I can't remember. I don't think they were. It doesn't really matter. No. <laughs> well, then she goes, so we decided that because he was having this kid, that we had to have our kids really soon, too. That way there wasn't a huge age oh difference. Oh, my goodness. I was like, I feel like there was, like, an insecurity there. Yeah. And she wanted, like, oh, well, we can't just have this kid. We've got to have, like, our family, too. And what is it, difference does it make if I know, I'm like, difference? that's a weird reason to, like, start just, a family. I <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. It would have been interesting to have a reality show of them, <laughs> of them. 
because I feel like, but it'd be so over the top. I, I do think it'd be interesting to like what but, their personalities are like. But I also feel like it would be boring. Oh, definitely. Like it would be interesting for like two episodes. Yeah. Just to see their lifestyle. And then after that, it would be boring. Like this is me just like thinking of what I imagine their life being like. <laughs> but I just imagine silence. Yeah, well, then <laughs> like, one of the things... She, well, I feel like he's gone all day. Yeah. So then she's with the kid. Yeah. <laughs> and she um said something about, like, when she's mad, she's learned to, like, not be mad anymore. Like, she's kind of like, when I get mad, I just decide I shouldn't be mad about that anymore. <laughs> just, like, talk about why, you know, like, oh, you upset me. She's like, I just have to walk away. Like, I don't know... So they never worked through their problems. No, it just seems like she stopped being mad. <laughs> just like, okay. I don't know. Maybe I misinterpreted that, <laughs> but it was just like, I, I do mean, feel but like. It, it makes sense. Like, I feel like that is probably what yes. happened. And that it seems like her only friends were her sisters. But she also had like, what, five of them. So it kind of makes Maybe you wouldn't need any more friends if you had five sisters. We wouldn't know. No. <laughs> oh no, it was. That's it was interesting. Weird. I know. Yeah, if they had a reality show, it would just be like I think I feel like it would just be so much of keeping up the appearance. Yes. How perfect? Because really, when they got together, it was. Oh my God! The number one supermodel and the number one right. quarterback. Like, of course they'd get together. Yes. <laughs> and then I feel like they just stayed together for so long because why would they not? Right. Like, it's like who's Tom Brady going to be married yeah. to? Who's Giselle going to be After married to? After them being married <laughs> together, how, who do you move on? <laughs> right. Like you don't go up. I don't know. Right. It's interesting. Yeah. But speaking of reality yeah, shows, <laughs> we wanted to talk about kind of just the history of reality television. I, I thought, yes, I thought I would mention this, that <clears throat> Candid Camera could technically be the first reality show, and it hit airwaves in 1948. That is so crazy because... You wouldn't think, like... No, but did you... Do you remember Candid Camera? I do. Smile. You're <laughs> on Candid Camera. <laughs> yeah, so... But that started in 48? Yeah, so it must... It probably had, like, reboots or something. But that's just wild. I know, you wouldn't think they would, like... I know it was, like, a hidden camera yeah. show versus a... Uh, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians, but you wouldn't think they'd think to do that. But, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, they would kind of, like, put you in a situation where some people were in on it and right. so obviously everybody else wasn't, but it's really the same concept as, like, a Big Brother or something. Yeah, it is. those people are going in and they know that this is a competition show, mm-hmm. but it is just, like, cameras are hidden everywhere and it's just <laughs> filming. It's crazy to even think that that was, what, like, 80 years ago? Like, reality TV yeah, is that around that in some so form. Wild. I mean, it's obviously evolved so much. <laughs> yes. Candid Camera was so innocent and just, like, like, oh, what you do in this really silly situation? Yeah, just <laughs> like, like, oh, that's so silly. <laughs> oh, look how they got mad. <laughs> now they're laughing. And it's like, look, smile. Yeah. <laughs> but then there was actually a first... 
All right, this is what it says. <laughs> the very first show that could truly be considered the start of a reality TV came in 1973. The groundbreaking show was called An American Family. Consisting of 12 episodes, the show first aired on PBS. An American Family starred The Loud Family, an upper-middle-class family in Santa Barbara, California. Interesting. So that, so is that sounds more like the, the reality that, yeah. Yeah, that we know today. Yes. When Well, when I was thinking about this episode, I just thought of the reality shows that kind of influenced us the most. And I know for me, I didn't really watch Laguna Beach. Like, I didn't watch that one. It, I watched the reruns of it. But so, like, The Hills was really the first. Yeah, like, like major yeah. Like, getting into the reality show. Yeah. I know I watched. I don't. I know I watched Laguna Beach, but I don't. I must have just watched reruns yeah. like before the hills because I knew of Lauren from Laguna Beach. Right, still. but that was definitely the first major like one of the MTV. Yeah, and my one cousin, uh, she used to watch like Big Brother, mm-hmm. and so I watched some a couple episodes with her, but I wasn't into that. Like, and I even, I still, like, I never have gotten into Big Brother. No. I know. I feel like a lot of those really long-running, like, Big Brother, Survivor. Yeah. All those types I never really watched. Oh, you know the other one that I used to watch was Fear Factor. Yeah. I've seen a few episodes of those. But those are, like, a little bit different because they're competition Yeah. You know? Yeah, like the Amazing Race and all those. Like, they are reality shows, I guess, but they're competition competition-based reality Right. Shows. It's not like you're just following somebody's life. Yeah. Like the hills and right. a lot of those MTV, like... I have gosh. really been enjoying listening to um, this season of the Hills reboot. Like, was... I mean, rewatch. Was it real? Like, I just love hearing them break down the episodes and I talk know. about, like, the reality of filming reality <laughs> television i know did you um watch the newest episode where they had the producer on yes i did that was interesting too to like <laughs> hear a producer actually be like well you know yeah this would happen but we still would have to film scenes to get us to that right. certain point yeah and that was one of the like you talked about how you know there's not like you know, like in the Real Housewives, that like confessional mm-hmm. thing. It's just the story, almost so you, like a regular TV yeah, show. Yeah, so you'd have to get the puzzle pieces to come together mm-hmm. for like why there was this fight at the club. Right. Yeah, <laughs> which is crazy though, because when you hear like Heidi and Audrina and Frankie, I guess I'll just say them all, Frankie and <laughs> Brody, Brody. <laughs> um, talking about it, they'll be like, "Well, this was actually filmed in." Uh, November and this scene was filmed in August mm-hmm. and they just pasted them together. So like they're saying it wasn't even the same situation no. and they just like Frankensteined <laughs> the whole episode to make it make sense. But the only thing that was frustrating with that producer being on is like there's so many 
like NDAs and things that are signed. So like they can't even really contractually <laughs> tell all the secrets. And I just right. wish that they could. I know it It does get really frustrating. It's like I hate the dancing around yeah. sometimes. It's like, just tell me. <laughs> yeah, just say it. Just say what you want to say. Did you watch the reboot of The Hills? A little bit. Yeah. Well, because it, like the first season came on and then there was a really long, like I think it might have been COVID or yeah. something. And then I didn't really watch it after that. I I just watched a little bit too, but it was just annoying. And then I, I was listening to Heidi and Spencer's podcast because that was when they had that. Mm-hmm. And then they would say stuff or on their Snapchat and they'd be like, you know, it's just frustrating where people when people image craft and yes. when if like if we would just share our real lives, then there would be so much more drama and it would be a better show. So it was frustrating to hear that. Like it made me not want to watch the show. I know, like if you're just having these manufactured storylines. Mm-hmm. That was really even with like some of the stuff. I feel like they don't want to admit that some of it's true for some reason. And it's like, why are you even doing a reality show if you're not willing to really do your life? It just doesn't make any sense. That was definitely frustrating with The Hills. And I feel like a lot of times they're all like, well, that was fake. Well, that was fake. Yeah. It's like. And I guess some things weren't their choice. Right. But even the stuff with Heidi and Spencer, like. When they would make all these crazy situations. Mm-hmm. and I mean, I get it because they wanted to keep... They were the only ones that were, like, trying to pump into this storyline. Right. And keep the show on the air. Because literally, if they were not on the hills, like, the no, hills would have been canceled. I know. Sure. It would have been boring, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably... I think, too, some people are more made for reality TV than others. And I feel like a lot of the people on the hills just weren't really made for it. Yeah. The way, like, I feel like Heidi and Spencer were. But the other ones were just kind of like, nothing's going. Like, Audrina never talked about who she was really no. dating. Except for, like, Justin Bobby. But it was like, even that was, you don't even know who's still But the it's. Truth. Even, like, with Heidi, or Audrina, too, like, now in this um, rewatch podcast, they're like, well, there were people that I was dating, and we couldn't have them on the show. Right. Like, why couldn't we have at least alluded to that? (laughs) I know. Like, I'm seeing someone. They don't have to be on the show. Like, give us that dirt. Like, come on. Um, I do feel like, you know, like a Jersey show or a Vanderpump, we really do get all that messy stuff. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that is really cool to have. That was what made Jersey Shore so popular. It was was just everything. It was so messy. And I legitimately think that like 95% of the stuff that happened on that show was real like, oh yeah i they... feel like the produ- there i watched some special the one time and the producers were like we just had the cameras rolling yeah. we don't have to do <laughs> anything didn't... and there was so much stuff that happened that they literally couldn't fit it in right i mean there were probably there were plenty of things that they literally couldn't even show <laughs> on the air because they were just it was nuts. wild i know but that 
like Jersey Shore was so crazy just because it was so just like in its own league. It really was. Like you could not have gotten better people. No. Like whoever did the casting was I know. incredible. And just the fact it was like I it's just crazy to even think about. Like, I know. It was just it. wild. Like, yeah, like you could not write something no, like that. Like them going out to the club, picking up people to bring <laughs> home. Calling them grenades. And then literally like cameras in the bedroom. Yes. Like, like perched up on the wall. Yes. You got to see everything but the thing. <laughs> And they did not care. No, I they know. just and everybody I who know. there was hardly any blurred faces. Like right. everyone was just like willing to be on their scene with them in the house, mic'd up. Like yeah, like random girls like doing the walk of shame. Literally, out of the house. that disgusting hot tub. Like, All oh they had God. to do was say you can party for what, yeah they there for like a month or two. Yeah, and just. That's what happened. You didn't even have to really follow their true no, lives. No. <laughs> it's, it's crazy to believe that they were like that, just living like life before the reality. That's freaking New Jersey, man. <laughs> that crazy. is New Jersey. It is crazy. But I remember we literally, because that, that was like my freshman year of college. It wasn't like the first season. It was like yeah, I was gonna say, season sh- yeah, two or three, maybe. I don't even know how many there were of the actual. I think there's like six. I'm not for sure. But then they did the whole like family vacation and they did a lot. Now but there's like a hundred. <laughs> anyway, it was still like early, but like there was all the hype. And yes. we would do like Sunday, like family dinners. Yeah. Like they would do like on Jersey Shore and we would watch it all together. And oh, it was Gosh. just insane. It was a cultural like reason. Phenomenal. I know. <laughs> it was just incredible. I know. I love that. And even when you watch it now, it's still hilarious. I know. It's still amazing. I mean, not the new stuff. I mean, that's okay, but just rewatching the Yeah, old the seasons. old episodes. I know. And just Gosh. like, God, everything. It was just the, so iconic. And like, literally, even if they didn't keep doing all the like new spinoffs mm-hmm. and everything else, like you household names yes like mike and freaking snooki like they would have just been iconic i know it's that show was incredible so was funny incredible. so funny and then remember like then they they were all so trashy let's be honest but then like Jenny and Snooky like tried to be a little bit cleaner, and then Vinny like went on that whole like lifestyle <laughs> cleanse. Like the Guido, yeah, or the keto Guido. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> D is still is he he's still DJing? Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> it's just and insane. they all like. With their hairstyles, oh, but gosh. if you would have just gone to Jersey Shore, you would have seen that. Right. Like, it was so... <laughs> I know, it was so... Not to be, like, dramatic, but it was, like, a part of, like, the U.S. we just don't <laughs> see every day, especially, like, us Midwesterners. 
and like hookup culture, I yeah. feel like it really played into yes a part that we were maybe a little more sheltered on almost. Oh but God. then to actually visually see like this is how people are living, it's like it's what? so crazy. There are definitely were parts that were so cringy. To that or to look back you're like yes. oh my god this is such trash television <laughs> but i mean it was just so good it was it was just amazing like reality gold can you just imagine being those camera operators no. you're like this is some good stuff <laughs> and they were probably so nervous to like put it out there for the first time yeah like, how are people gonna react to this God, (laughs) Um, I feel like the another one that has evolved so much is just the whole Bachelor franchise. I definitely did not watch like the very beginning seasons of The Bachelor. Um, but I mean, I, I watched that like religiously for a long time, like bachelor, bachelorette, bachelor in paradise, I know, it's repeat. Like all year long. Yes. <laughs> and it was seasons. like so just fun to watch <laughs> and to like escape. It really was just escapism from everyday life. But at the beginning, like towards the, the beginning of the whole like series, it was more real, you mm-hmm. know, like it was more genuine of like, okay, these people are here to find love. Right. And they're all living in this mansion. But then now you watch it and oh, it's yeah. just insanity. I know. And they just want to be famous. Yeah. You know? And then if you get a boyfriend in the process or a girlfriend, it's like, oh, well, bonus. Oh, the bonus. Yeah. I know. It's just wild. And I, I got sick of watching it. It was like when COVID was happening. I can't even remember what season it was, but there was one happening like during mm-hmm. lockdown. Obviously, it was already filmed, but I just remember, I guess I just had an epiphany with like every, all the turmoil and uncertainty <laughs> that was going on in our life at that point. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like I could not even stomach watching it <laughs> because it was just so like disgusting to me like I just couldn't the fakeness I just couldn't deal with it anymore and like the delusions too it's like oh what do you mean he's over there talking and it's like now we kind of know more that you know they're giving them alcohol and making them just crazy emotional but even but it's like come on I know it's like even I don't think from what we've heard like I've been I said it before I've been listening to Nick Biles podcast a lot who in case anybody doesn't know is a very seasoned <laughs> Bachelor franchise um, contestant maybe the most seasoned yeah he was on like 17 different seasons of the show just kidding it was like Bachelor once Bachelorette twice and then Paradise once or twice he's got at least four yeah. or five anyway Finally, he decided to go outside of the Bachelor dating pool and found someone else. And he has a successful podcast. So good for Nick. Shout out, Nick, if you ever want to (laughs) collab. But anyway, where was I even going with this? Oh, he said, um, like, yeah, that is all available to you, like the alcohol, whatever. But by the time I was on my fourth season, (laughs) I decided 
I'm not going to drink right. anymore. Like no one was shoving it down my throat. It was right. just that it was there it's and available. I chose to drink. Right. And so then he said, and I don't know what season it was, but he was like, yeah, the one season, like I would drink water instead. Right. And like how differently that made him appear on right. television and I just, I like having that perspective because it annoys me when people are like, oh, like we were just forced into this and the conditions. I'm like, listen, I'm not saying that some things aren't challenging, but at the same time, you signed up for this. They, this is a show that is going on like a national network it does have standards <laughs> they're not putting you in a dark closet with a couple breadcrumbs right you know what i mean it is interesting to hear everybody has like a different experience on reality tv yeah which but you know or like some people are like i was made out to be the villain but then it's kind of like but you really said that right and you really did those things right and they <laughs> Caught it on camera. It's right. like, you can't be that mad. Yeah, and I think that we've seen that on the Bachelor franchise a lot. Oh, yeah. Of where people come out and they're like, well, I mean, <laughs> I they totally painted me in a different light. Yeah, but in your confessionals, like, you were horrible. Right. So what did you expect? I know, and it's like, well, they gave me the bad edit, but... Did they? Yeah. Maybe you really are that. Yeah. And it's like you're in basically a competition show as well. So it's like if you did kind of step over people, just own it. Right. You know? I know. It's like you wanted to win. You wanted this guy you or wanted this girl's heart. quote unquote love. Right. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. So then own it and be like, yeah, what would you have done? You know? Yeah. I did really enjoy Bachelor in Paradise because it was kind of just the messy version Mm -hmm. but then they stopped allowing them to have alcohol whenever they wanted and because of the whole alleged situation that happened with that corinne um but it was never as good after that i'm sorry (laughs) the whole point of bachelor in paradise was you're getting all these good-looking, single, former contestants together. You're putting them on an island for Mm -hmm. a portion of the summer or whatever, whenever they're filming, and there's an open bar. Like, that is literally... (laughs) And then you just let the cameras roll. Yes. So, I mean, and again, like, you still make choices. Like, people choose what they want to consume. And you don't have to be on the show. Yeah. By that time, you've seen several seasons of stuff. Yeah, so like you I could know. see, like if the first isn't the first Bachelorette couple still together. Is was the first one Ryan and Trista? I think so, were and I the thought they were one? like still together. There's literally a handful of couples, couples that are, that are, still, are together. still together. It's just. It's interesting, like, um, I could see, like, the first seasons of shows being, like, I did not really fully understand what this was going to be, but now it's, like, come on. Trista, Sutter, and Ryan have lasted 20 years as the OG Bachelor Nation couple. (laughs) They had their televised wedding in 2003. 2003? Mm Mm-hmm. They're, they have two kids, 15 and 13. Wow. 
They're just like living normal lives. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much are. They went on the show. They found what they were looking for. Yeah. And so it's it's interesting to think like, okay, so this formula can work if there's genuine connections. They were kind of older when they went on there. Trista, if they've been married for 20 years, Trista was 30 when she was on the show and Ryan was 28. That might make a difference too because yeah. it does seem like they have a bunch of young people. Oh my on god, there. I feel like that too. Like, like get and some maybe, people that are serious about right. stuff. Maybe I just didn't realize it when I was watching it when I was younger. Oh but, no, because twenty three seemed like yeah. ancient. But now when you see like twenty two, a twenty two year old plebotomist, or I'm just like, what are you doing on this show? Like you're not looking for love. You're looking to be a reality TV star. star which, right. Okay, fine. But right. like, there's a million other different routes you could go. Yes. I wanted to see if there was even like. A list, some you know how sometimes they just show a list of like all the people that are together. So I <laughs> that's feel like the list right there, <laughs> literally <laughs> one, one couple. I feel like there's seriously only like or isn't Jason Mesnick and his second choice? Yeah, his second choice. Are they still together? I have no idea. I felt like I heard recently that there was one that broke up. But I don't know. And I don't even want to know, like, ones that are still. Oh, Sean Lowe is still together with. Oh, yeah. What was her girl? I can't remember her name, but she's real pretty. Yeah. They're still together. I want to know the ones that got married. Desiree and Chris. Those don't ring a bell. I need pictures. Desiree does. Catherine, that was her name. Sean and Catherine. Ah, yeah. Oh my God, they were they were season seventeen. How (laughs) many seasons are there? (laughs) Well, probably at least twenty. There, if they, if Sean and Catherine were season seventeen, there's there has to be more than twenty. Oh my God! Yeah, live wedding in twenty (laughs) fourteen. So, so there's got to be like 30, 40. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Well, that's just crazy. Do you think that they still pull the viewership that they used to? I don't know. I mean, I stopped watching. So no, I've only watched like off and on through the years. Oh, that Jade and Tanner. I think they got together in Bachelor of Paradise. But Jade was the one that used to be. She was a Playboy model or something. Oh. And she was all concerned about that. Like coming out, or that a man would not think of her the same way because she posed for Playboy. I'm like, girl, if anything, that's a plus. Like, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, maybe for the innocent viewerships <laughs> of of ABC. <laughs> yeah, some of these other ones, it's like they're still together, but it's just like, yeah. meh. Yeah, I don't even recognize some of them. You know what's crazy? Not to just go on. Oh, yeah, Jason and Molly. Molly. After initially picking Melissa. I remember I was devastated when he broke up with her. uh, (laughs) That was 2010. Wow. Well, she had a reality show for a little bit with her new husband a few years ago. Did she really? Ty. It was like called Melissa and Ty. Yeah. I don't... What was it on? I 
don't remember. I feel like it was on E. But it lasted like a season, probably. Literally. <laughs> um, I think it's crazy how The Bachelor is on in so many different countries. I know. Like you'll, I mean, I guess that's the way with a lot of different reality shows, but sometimes they'll show like a couple and be like, Bachelor star. And I'm like, what? I don't ever <laughs> remember <laughs> hearing them. They're like, oh, it's Bachelor, like Australia. Australia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is interesting that people are so fascinated with watching like love stories unfold. Right. And, but then people get so annoyed with them because it's not genuine. Right. But we all still watch. Um, MTV used to have a lot of those like crazy reality shows. Yeah. I don't even know, like next. Oh that my one God. was crazy where next. you could, the person walks out of the bus. You're like, next. next. <laughs> Without even having them no, no. say anything. And just like mid date. Next. <laughs> like, I don't like you. That would be, and then all the people in the bus together would be like friends. Yeah. Like, they're like, actually, I did get something out of this show. God, they had all those funny. crazy date my mom or room raiders. Room raiders. <laughs> it's like, what? That was when MTV was hot. MTV was like the pinnacle. TRL still existed. Yes. And the celebrity reality shows, like the Hogan. Well, that one might have been VH1. It was like VH1 and yeah, MTV. MTV. But then the newlyweds. Yeah. That um, Carmen Electra and Dave Navarro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? That was just like, yeah, it was such a good time. What a time to be alive. I that, know. Like, Watch it. Early or 2000s. Made. Oh, my God, Made. That one was good. Or remember when I was 17? Yes, I love that. I love that. that. They should have did that more. And I I remember, because at the time, like, we were 16, Seen 17. It, yeah. And so I remember just being it. like, oh, my God, like, what would a mind do? I like, know. When I'm, like, 25 <gasps> coming back, what am <laughs> I going to say? And when they, like, had, like, oh, this is my first car. And this yeah. is when I was out with this person. Here's my prom picture. Yeah. If you don't know what that was, it was celebrities talking about yeah. when they were 17. I love so, that show. I know, that one was great, too. They had so many good ones. And I love that. There was so much like celebrity based stuff mm-hmm. and like pop culture. Or do you remember the fabulous life of Yes on VH one? That was incredible. It'd be like the fabulous life of Lindsay Lohan yeah. or celebrity kids. They, then- but don't you like I this is a little bit different, but like coming into with what we're talking about. But now with like social media, like I don't know. I felt like during that time, people were almost more open. Like, they had yes. these shows, and, like, we literally, like, cribs. We went into their whole I house. Fabulous life of we learned about, like, all the, the planes money. they own. Right. This like, is how much they spend on this. Yeah. And- like, we learned so much more about their actual lifestyles. I know. And now it's just, like, everybody has to keep everything under wraps. And... When we watched Fabulous Life of and Cribs, it was like, oh, my God, wow. Like, look at what they have. Like, this right. is so amazing. And now, now when, like, like, a celebrity posts yeah. a picture of their, like, Birkin bag, it's people like, are like, oh, my God, get a grip. I know. How out of touch are you yeah. that you're walking around with that bag? <laughs> like, you could feed a family of four for a yeah. year. <laughs> It's like, well, yes, but... <laughs> like, we literally were drooling over their private planes. 
literally the it was incredible inside and we just uh, got the information and like show a nursery of a celebrity and it'd be yeah. like this is how much that pillow was yes this is how much this and then they'd interview like celebrity wedding planners yes. and stuff like you and they would just tell you like this is what jennifer lopez had, yeah had on her wedding or whatever yeah it's crazy. it was there was so much more transparency i mean i know that's with like you know, material things. Right. But it was just like, no. yeah, this is what yeah. it costs. And they'd this have like the is. waiters, like Drake spent you know, 15000 <laughs> here the other night and yeah. paid for everyone's drinks. <laughs> it was like just amazing. Now everyone has to sign an NDR. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like nobody can talk. <laughs> I forgot about all those MTV shows. No, they were great. VH1 and MTV. And then, of course, the girls next door on yeah, E. Yeah, on E. That was just that time like in the 2000s it really was just like what a time to be a teenager really like all those shows were just such like this is the benchmark for a 2000s teen yes you're watching these in mass amounts yes like (laughs) like non-stop I mean all of that stuff MTV I feel like um he had a couple more too that you like watched and then we could even go into like pimp my ride. Yes, and all those. Ugh. Yeah, where they weren't even like celebrities anymore. I d- remember. I- did you ever hear stuff with like cribs where it was like that wasn't even really their house? Where they just like rented <laughs> it. Yeah. Like, oh, who was it? There was two rappers, and they're just going through this house. So you find out, you know, now we know it yeah. was not their house. And the way it was just, like, set up like a family home. And they're like, this is my bed. It's, like, nautical-themed. It's just, like, it's just great. I wonder what the purpose of that was. You know what's on Hulu right now what? is Punked. Oh, yeah. And I started watching so a couple of them. Punked was so good. It was, and it? Some of the pranks were, like... Intense. intense. I was watching the Justin Timberlake one, and he said that, I don't know, something with his house, or he owed some, like, crazy debt, so they had all these boxes outside of his house, wouldn't let him go in the house. They had his truck, like, up on a thing. He's like, what? Like, he was so, he's calling his mom. The budget of that show yeah, is just, just astronomical. I mean, the stuff, like, when you hear Ashton Kutcher break things down, I know. he'd be like, we hired in all these people, like we yeah. got bodyguard, we got this, that, just to set a scene. Yes. Or like, yeah, we had to put the, like we had to change the hydraulics on this car <laughs> so that it's like, we're gonna oh, blow up this car. My God, it was insane. That was a great. It was just great. That show was almost scary, though. It was like I <laughs> just being a celebrity on that show it was you were, i bet at that time being a celebrity like you were just fearful i know i feel like i'm gonna get punked and they're like terrified but they were almost believe so weird that they were believable too. like the situations yeah. like i know and who even came up with them like the, i think it was like jenna dewan or mila kunis maybe and they literally like this <laughs> mother and daughter saw a pup their puppy fell down like those sewer grates and she's like well you know like she's genuinely helping him and then this guy comes out and is yelling at her about it you know because they'd like yeah. mess with them yeah. so bad too and it was so weird that it seemed real yeah like how would you not think it was real 
It's so crazy. I should watch some of those. I know. They were they were funny. It and was... then Astrid would just come out. <laughs> <laughs> and they were so elaborate, too. Like this Mandy Moore one. They were, she's working. They have this whole thing. She's working on a reality show to redo these this person's trailer. And he's telling and the guy's like, I'm getting engaged to my girlfriend. She's going to see this. I got this ring. And, and she's in there like, yeah, I mean, we could probably clean up. Like trying to be so nice. And yeah. then they end up explode or something happens where the house explodes. And he's like, no, the <laughs> ring. Like just so messed up. But it was just funny. I just remember they'd like when the prank was over and they were gonna like expose that this was just punked and Ashton <laughs> would like take the headset off we're run going out, in guys and then there's a camera running <laughs> after him. and it was like and then you just see the celebrity look over like oh my gosh <laughs> I just got punked <laughs> so over the top that was great oh god that show <clears throat> just playing on people's emotions I know like this so messed up. I mean, I feel like we kind of talked about v- Vanderpump, but we talk about Vanderpump all the time. <laughs> so it's just Vanderpump is, or and the Housewives. Yeah, I think like all those Bravo shows are interesting too because it's like it's their job. Yeah, it's like our actual reality multi-season. Yeah, thing, and I do think that's really. I know that's different than all that. It is. It's such a unique system where, like, the housewives, like, every season I am on this show, they bring in other people, they take away people, but it's me. Like, it's bizarre. I know? know. I saw somebody bring up a good point before that it was really, like, when the housewives started to have, like, older women and actually see, like, I mean, obviously it was very white based Mm -hmm. (laughs) but just to see older women that aren't even old like (laughs) on a show and actually have like representation for them and even though they were like richer and stuff but it was nice because everything else is just all these young people yeah and it was nice to see i do i love the housewives i mean i used to be so into it whereas i'm not so much anymore but i was so into like jersey new york Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills, Orange County, like those were the ones I would watch all the time. I know those shows were great. And it just like getting the women together. And I think that one's interesting, too, because the shows are based mostly about their relationships with each yeah, other. That's what I was going to say we really get to know the people, too, because it, it is. is multi-season. I know. And you actually it's not just like, a you know, like The Bachelor. Yeah. Typically, you just see him one time, maybe twice. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but you get to see how they're like interacting and they do have like their kids and stuff on there sometimes and like if they're working on like even Vicky I mean she worked right I'm from Orange County she's <laughs> one of the only ones that I know like she's out there hustling and working yeah. and it was just great and then sometimes you would get like their kid drama and then but it was mostly just about them yeah. which I think was just really interesting I know and then there's some like I miss the dynamic of like Vicky and Tamron or County or even just like Kyle and Lisa. I know, like Beverly the Hills. first few seasons of Beverly Hills. I mean, that was great. I mean, God, you it had was so good. Those <laughs> those women and the Richard sisters, and there was yes. all that history there. Yes, and it was that was just so good. That 
those first couple seasons were so filled with drama. I know. Like it was you, unbelievable. It was great. And it was cool because most of them kind of knew each other yeah. beforehand, even if they weren't like friends. Best friends yeah. But they were like hanging out together. They all, and they pretty much run in the same social circle, yeah. really. Which was great. God, just so That's good. Weird. I know. it's It really isn't the same. No. It's not. It sucks. And then it's like, then it, it gets kind of like sad too because they all go end up getting like divorces. Yeah, I and know. It You just see like bad. Like I remember with Taylor Armstrong and her whole oh, yeah. husband stuff. Like that was a little bit traumatizing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it as really a was. viewer too. Yeah. And just like the, you know, there's just bad stuff going so on. So much like the behind money. the scenes. Yeah. That you're like, holy crap. Yeah. This is like real. I know. <laughs> Which is interesting too when you think about like the Housewives franchises. It's like it's real, but then like. They're obviously being forced to go to like little dinners and invite right, all, all these together. people. Yeah. So it is kind of like an interesting thing where it's, it's their life. Yeah. But they're also being forced not. to be together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because, yeah, you might have had this charity dinner anyway, mm-hmm. but you wouldn't have invited the all other the, housewives right. or all of them. But now you had to, and they all have to have their own table, and you have to. Spend time interacting, and you're with fighting them. with them. Yeah, <laughs> and they're still showing up yeah. because they basically have to. Where normally, if you're mad at that person, you wouldn't be going to. Them. Yeah. So it does. It is like a interesting, real, but not real. But, but it is real. It's funny <laughs> to think that way, though, because then there'll be scenes in like previous episodes, or it's like, well, are you gonna go to right. Jacqueline's? <laughs> Charity Foundation right. dinner tonight. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I should support her, but I, we're really not in a good place. Right. All while knowing, like, you're basically you have contractually to obligated right. to go. You've already got your hair and makeup yeah. people lined up. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. So funny. And then I know we've talked a little bit about this, like, I don't think on camera, but with social media. On camera, like a- LOL, we haven't started filming yet. <laughs> But we've talked a little bit about, like, social media and kind of how it, like, ruined the reality reality show type thing. Especially we saw that a lot with the Kardashians. Oh, my God. Which is another OG. (laughs) I I just loved the Kardashians. And I think with them, though, like, social media changed them as people. It did. And their image and everything. And they could control it Mm -hmm. and that's like how they make money is they're just like social media people like they really told that line a reality star but social media influencers this is kind of bringing in like what we talked about with emily radikowski Mm -hmm. previously it's like i do get annoyed with the kardashians which is sad because i used to love them so much but they own the fact that, like, yeah, like, we have know, crafted this, this too, image, yeah. and this is how we make our money. Right. And, like, they don't they don't act as though, like, oh, I just hate the industry. I know. And it's like, I'm milking every yeah, bit of it. I appreciate that. Worth. I know. Like, I do like do the it. just, I mean, they're not honest about everything, but no. just that, like, unashamed this they're not honest about work that they get done, but they're honest about, like, yeah, I'm plugging this product. I know. Like, yeah. Or, like, like, 
And um, just the way, like, even as they were coming up, like, they would just say yes to everything. Yes. Maybe we'll have to do a whole Kardashian deep dive, even though everyone hates them. Yeah, we'd get, like, one listen. (laughs) But what did Spencer Pratt famously said that Kim Kardashian, or I don't know if he actually said it, but the joke was that back in the day she would show up to the opening of a drawer yeah like she literally would go to she everything put herself out there yeah and got famous but that's it, the work of chris jenner like she works hard man <laughs> the devil works hard but chris jenner yeah. works harder <laughs> but it really like social media really did change the whole dynamic of that show and even just like realizing what's real and what's not like reality and reality tv right just got so weirdly blended it did i know and then you have like your reality tv persona that you also have that same persona on social media but it's it's not your real no (laughs) so then again it's like the reality show is fake yeah but real and then we would already hear about some of the drama like through the media yeah when you finally watch the show three months later where it was like if you think about the hills you know, we obviously heard about some stuff, yeah. but you I mean you didn't know that no. any of that happened until you were watching, watching. It. I know. And they even listening to the rewatch podcast that they have, they were saying like from season two to season three, like that's why the season three was one of the biggest seasons ever because of how they ended season two. Right. People were chomping at the bit. I know. To like know what, what happened. happened. Yes. Yeah. Where now, you know. Again, with the Kardashians, we already heard that Tristan cheated. Right. I was literally It's like we already that. knew all that yeah. before it even came out. Right. So it's kind of like So what's pointless. the point of having right. it on the show? And I already know that the things that they talk about on the show are crafted to how they want it to I appear. know. Now that this dust settles, yeah. okay, this is how my perfect PR answer is going to be And to it's this. almost like because they are producers on the show. Right. Like it makes it less real and it does it's not that i don't think that they're there filming their lives like all the time because i believe that they are filming for a lot Mm -hmm. but it's like i think that they have just worked it to where okay we're filming so we need to act like this all the time i mean this is how things need to work Yeah. yeah and so they're already kind of crafting that image that they want before the cameras even start rolling. Yes. It, like, I don't know. So it doesn't really matter if they're being filmed all the time or not because they're just making this fake persona <laughs> right. that film. It's still, I still appreciate them. I appreciate the hustle. And I appreciate I know. Like, how they've, like, locked into that. They have. They just... They totally embrace why they're famous yeah. and how they're famous. So it is interesting. I know something we were kind of discussing that it was brought up about if reality people should be paid. Like if you're talking about The Bachelor. Yeah. And or like I do Love think, is Blind. Yes. And I do think if you have like a competition, especially a love show, that really takes away from, from the meaning the whole of purpose. why you're there. Right. And I mean... With the Kardashians or the Housewives or Vanderpump, that is a multi-season. I mean, right. it's, a, your job. it's a series. Like, yeah. That is your job. You being on The Bachelor or Love is Blind or any of those other like one-off season shows, mm-hmm. 
Like, why would you get paid for that? Like, I know. Like, you really shouldn't. I mean, you should be taken care of. Right. With food and essentials. But, but you literally you don't have made to do it. the choice. <laughs> and if you had to quit your job, that was the choice that you made. Right. And at some point, you are going to have a bit of fame and get more yeah. of social media. And then you'll be able to do, like, brand deals and right. stuff. And that's what Nick Vile said on one of his podcast episodes. And I can't remember what the... Name of that one was, so I apologize if anyone wants to look it up, but like he was just getting kind of heated about it because he's like, you literally could be anyone. Right. Like you're not- Diamond dozen. People want to be on those shows all the time. You don't have talent. And like that sounds so harsh to say, but if you didn't want to be on the show because you're not getting paid, then don't be on it and they'll find someone else. Right. So I think to ask to be paid- it's just silly. And if you're not using the the clout and the fame that you get, like you could easily get half a million Instagram followers right. just from being on the show. I know. So if you choose not to take those random little brand deals that right. come into your lap, then that's kind of your problem. <laughs> like get over it. <laughs> like you can make a whole career out of just that. Because yes. essentially, like again, to wrap it back to another episode, that's what Josh Peck pretty much yeah. did. Yeah. After him being a child star, like with social media, that's literally like what he did. Like he right. made his living off of literally deals from social media. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they should be paid. I think no, they should not be taken care like of, no. but like, they shouldn't be paid. No. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah get over it i we should just we should go on a reality team oh my god the one that we didn't even talk about was the simple life oh, we love with paris and nicole oh my god now when we tell you that that was what we aspired to be i don't know if that's <laughs> a good thing or not but we wanted to be paris and nicole and but- i was paris i was nicole <laughs> it's like you just can't Selim Bell. That's great. Yes, Selim Bell. We would skip down sidewalks doing that. That show was like a phenomenon too because remember when it was first coming out, her sex tape had just come Mm -hmm. out. So everybody was like, we've got to see this whole thing. That show was just so funny because they were so goofy. I know. They were so over the top. They were funny. And it was just funny to see these like... Super privileged <laughs> girls having to like scoop up cow manure and work at fast food restaurants. Like literally, Nicole was so funny. Like, she was she was hilarious. Somebody was just which I can't wait to tell you guys about my recommendation. But somebody was saying like when she was growing up, she just had like no rules, <laughs> and it's just that is just how she is, and she's just crazy. And it was just she's like a feral little rich person. That's how it felt. It it yes. felt so genuine. She, and then yes. Paris would just be there like laughing, like doubled <laughs> over, over the in the corner. I know, and she was. She, I feel like certain people are just great for reality shows, and she is one of them. The only thing that was annoying was when they got in their big, I know they're falling out, and then they had to do separate. Like that was, like okay, I know, you know, I I know. I watched it. I know, and it did feel like weird. I can't honestly. I can't even imagine being in that situation. Like you're in an active bad fight with somebody, but you still have to like work. 
yeah. But the, what made the show was their dynamic together. Like I, I do, obviously they were put in like a fake situation, but there was actual chemistry between them. I know. Like you knew they were friends and they just did great. I Iconic. have all of that. I bought like the box set. You should of rewatch everything. it. Well, I don't even have a DVD player anymore. Oh, that's true. I don't. <laughs> so, we probably do. So how can we even watch it? <laughs> we'll buy one. <laughs> Hook it up to the TV. Just like my computer doesn't even have a thing for a yes, CD. Like, like, <laughs> oh my god. That yeah. needs to go on a streaming site. Oh my it's shut why why hasn't one of them picked it up? Like we've had a million like kind of, streaming. That Gen Z would eat that up. We need to rewatch that. We I should know, rewatch we should. it together. We should like just and you can knock out a season in like three hours. Yeah, <laughs> I know because the episodes like without commercials are probably like what 25 minutes. Yes. So oh. funny. Oh, I can't believe I forgot to even, like, mention that. It's a credible show. <laughs> well, what was your recommendation? Because you... Oh, I'm you're... so excited to tell people about this. I've on a podcast called Beyond the Blinds. Oh. And they talk about celebrity blind items. If you don't know what blind items are, they're just, like, celebrity rumors that are definitely not rumors that are true. <laughs> and they're, like, riddled. But this podcast tells you exactly, like, who they're supposed to be about. But it Ooh. is such a walk down pop culture, early 2000s. They do some more modern stuff, yeah. but early and mid-2000s. It's just, like, a trip down memory lane. Okay. And they bring up stuff that I forgot. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, just the other day they were talking about, remember when Nick Jonas and Demi Lovato were, like, in this weird friendship love thing? Yeah. But then there was also the gay rumors about yeah. Nick. And she's all like, no, he likes Just the stuff they bring up. And they brought up Scott Storch. Do you remember that music no. producer? No. Well, I, was, I didn't listen to the Christina Aguilera episode yet. But there was a... Um, song. Do you remember this on Back to Basics? That album, and it was called Fuss, like F U S S, and it was about him. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot oh about my gosh. those stuff. They just like, even if you don't believe all the blinds, even though most of them are definitely true, yeah. especially now because they were from before, yeah. and now knowing everything well, we, we know, know now, yeah. It is just such a walk down memory lane. Like you have, I will definitely oh, have to watch it. Good. I will say that their audio listen to it. Their audio isn't amazing, which makes me feel better. But besides that, it's like the girl from Laguna Beach. I don't know if you've heard of her. She mm-hmm. just has been in the. And then he has another podcast called Dunzo. I've never listened to it, but. I'm so glad I found this podcast. <laughs> I am loving it. Okay, I'll definitely have to listen to that. I love getting... Just that. remembering all that yeah. stuff like we would talk about yeah. and knew. And uh, just looking at it through like an adult eyes now, like, wow, that was messed up. Or like, <laughs> oh, you got to. Anyway. <clears throat> mine is... Mine is... um the Fenty Cookies and Clean face mask. I mentioned my face is horribly broken out right now, but that has nothing to do with the <laughs> face mask. I promise. Um, it's actually really cool. Like, it's like this whitish gray, and it looks like a cookies and cream, like yeah. I don't know, whatever ice cream. When it has black charcoal chunks in it, mm-hmm. and then when you put it on your face, like the little charcoal beads like burst, and then Ooh. when you put the 
rub in the face mask, it gets to be this like really dark gray color because mm. all the little beads burst and you know, it's just like purifying and all this stuff. My skin gets really, really oily this time of year because right now it's getting in that gross, like humid-ish weather. In the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like rainy but hot. Mm-hmm. And so that's probably partially why my skin is horrible right now and also because I've just been stressed. But I would recommend it. I think it's a newer product from Fenty Yeah, I haven't Beauty. heard of it. And usually I see ads. For yeah, it. I literally, I was at... Um, a shopping center last week and I was at Sephora and I saw it and I'm like, I'm buying it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I would recommend that. But, all right. Oh, don't forget, we are listening to Leah Remini's book right now, Troublemaker. So if you are wanting to listen along with that, um, at at the end of the month, we'll be releasing that episode about our book review and talking about everything with Scientology. <laughs> which so we're looking forward to that. I'm, I'm interested I'm, to see what I'm gonna think. I started a little bit later. Um, I just I think I have like an hour and a half into the book, so I'm not that far. But already, like it's getting into it. Bombshells. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm really intrigued. So I think you guys. We'll like it as well. Yes. Um, Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Don't forget to don't forget to listen to us (laughs) and please (laughs) and give us a follow on whatever platform you use, and don't forget to give us that five star (laughs) review. We need that, please. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.